Welcome to another Double Shot episode. So on Mondays, I do an interview where it's more about the guest. And on Fridays, I do an episode with my wife, and it's more about the couple's energy. This episode is just me and you. So I'm going to take you on a walk with me and share what's going on in my head, my life, and anything else that I think we should talk about. If you like this sort of free-flowing, unscripted format, you may like our new private on-the-fly episodes that my wife and I do on the Patreon platform. As a member, you'll get access to our new on-the-fly episodes and all our podcasts ad-free and access to our monthly Zoom. If you want to go check it out, head over to patreon.com forward slash Friday. That's F-R-I-D-A-T-E, no slash. Or you can click on the link in the show notes. All right, let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there. It is time to go on another walk and talk. Um, I'm, trying the, I'm trying the title out. I don't know if it's going to stick, but I'm trying the title out. Um, still in Spain, and I am walking down the beach again. Uh, it's early in the morning while uh, the wife and kid is sleeping. And uh, we'll be headed to one more island, Ibiza. And then after that, we're going to go back to Florence for a few days, change some clothes, have an event to do there. Um, and then we're going to head off to, uh, to Austria uh, for about a month in Northern Europe. So I'll keep you all uh, updated on that as we go through it. You know, this morning when I was doing my meditation, I was thinking about um, my vision. So just for definition, how I refer to a vision is the thing that is most important to you in the next 6, 12, 18 months, somewhere in there. Like, you know, kind of like not too, too far out, but not too, too close, somewhere in there. So before we, just for context, before we came to, uh, before we moved to Italy or made the decision to move to Italy, I wrote this vision out and I didn't have it all figured out. Like it started with, you know, I was walking down the streets in Italy and I was listening to the church bells. And then, you know, the next writing of it was I added cobblestones to it and it just kept growing over time, little by little. And probably in two to three months, I had it really clear, like where I felt it in my body. That, that's the key, right? You got to feel it. And, and then shit just started happening. Like I couldn't stop it. Like it was just, like it was the, it, it was, honestly, it was probably the only manifestation exercise I've ever done in my life that like, I couldn't screw it up. Like once I got clear on the vision, it was there. The challenge is that when it happens and we moved to Italy, like it was all right in front of us. Like I was literally walking down the cobble streets, listening to the church bells, you know, having expansive views uh, of the city from our terrace. Like that's, that's what I wrote. And, and like it was all there. But I got into the habit of doing this morning vision exercise where I close my eyes. I listen to Joe Dispenza's morning meditation where he guides you through looking at, you know, your future. And it, it's, it was perfect for it. And I just had it like so hardwired in my brain that when we got to Italy, I just continued the habit. 
but I, I couldn't visualize my future self on a rooftop terrace when I had a, when I have a, a rooftop terrace. So I've spent like, I don't know, it's got to be like the last three, four, five months just trying to figure out like, what does that next vision look like? And the way I did it or am doing it, I'm still very much in this process is I write down all of the things that aren't working in my life, like things that I'm pissed off about, you know, where if Kim and I are, you know, uh, arguing, uh, being not arguing is probably too strong a word, but being uh, snippy or short with each other, then I'll write down the opposite of that. You know, I'll write down, you know, we're laughing and we're having fun. If, you know, I, I find myself, you know, uh, Sophia, my little seven-year-old just wants to play, wants to play all the time. And I find myself going, my God, just give me a minute. You know, I like, I love you, but we're going on eight hours now. Like I can only take so much splashing in my face of water in the pool. Like I need just a minute, but then I feel guilty about it. Right. So I'm writing down like, well, how do I, how do I navigate this stage of my life where, you know, I need to make sure that the relationship with my wife and I is solid um, and I'm intentional about it. The time that I spend with my, you know, my seven-year-old is, is, uh, is meaningful, uh, and not stressful, which, you know, any parent will tell you sure. If they're honest that it's not always easy. Sometimes you got shit on your minds and you know, they want to play, but you're trying to process something. So like navigating all of that. So figuring that out, um, I use a vision as my lens to kind of like take all these contrasting thoughts and put them into a one page document of what I, what I really want. Um, and it's starting to come together. It's starting to come together. It's starting to look good. Um, I'm not going to share it with you yet because I know I'm going to change it a thousand times. And when you hear this, uh, by the time you hear this, it's going to change more. But I wanted to share the process, really, of how I'm doing it because I'm in it right now, you know. And if you're looking, you just think about like, like what is the next thing you want in your life? Like not, not like the private jets and you know where you're Elton John and you have nine houses around the world. It's like n- not that one. The one that's like I, I want to get out of where I am. I want to improve this. Um, I want to leave. I want to leave the job. You know, like the next thing. I want to live here. And what does that vision look like? And know that it's not going to come clear at first. It, it rarely does. So I mean, sometimes it does. You know, if you've been thinking about it for a while, sometimes it does. But if you're trying to like really craft it, just be patient with yourself, and know that you'll get like a sentence or two. Or at least this is how it worked for me. You get like a sentence or two each morning. You know, carve 15 minutes out each morning with a cup of coffee. Uh, if you meditate, it's a good place to kind of like, you know, do it right after because your head's a little clearer. And write a sentence down, maybe two or three sentences about what you want. And I, I, it's crazy, but before you know it, um, you've, got a, you've got a pretty tight, you know, documents of, um, 
I'm walking down the beach and there's somebody completely naked. I'm used to topless, but I've not seen bottomless. This, sorry, distract. Squirrel distracted me. That's an interesting one. I feel like I can't look at that. Something's making me very uncomfortable right now. Okay. Um, so write that, write that down and then look at it. And the way I do it is I just close my eyes and I feel what it would feel like to be in that situation. Like, but, but I won't do like the whole thing at once. I'll do it in bite-sized chunks, you know, like just, I, I, sometimes I'll even just get like a, a feeling like, I'll just say like wife and I'll just close my eyes and I'll be like, what, what do I really want? Remember when we were, she was my personal trainer. Remember when we were personal training? Um, yes, I'm the guy who married his personal trainer. Um, but we have been married 15 years, so it did work. Um, remember, remember when we were together and, you know, she was training me, we were laughing and what did that feel like? And so I'll step into that feeling and I'll get a few more sentences that way. So, um, I thought that would be good for you, uh, to consider. The other thing that, um, messing around with now is a wearable, uh, I tried all of them, you know, um, the one for me that's been the most impactful is the whoop. And it's, I mean, if you don't know what it is, it's just like, imagine like Wonder Woman, a Wonder Woman bracelet, maybe, you know, 50% thinner uh, and not bulletproof, um, that will measure lots of things. But for me, the thing that uh, is the most important is it measures the balance between the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. So before you fall asleep, when you hear those two words, just know that one is, you know, about stress uh, and the other one's about relaxation. So, you know, think, think of yourself like, you know, in a, uh, a high energy type A, you know, New York, Madison Avenue office, you know, where you're downing caffeine all day. That is your uh, sympathetic, where your heart's beating a mile, you know, 100 miles an hour. And then the parasympathetic is the other one. It's the take your foot off the gas pedal. It's meditation. It's relax. They call it rest and digest. But you, you can't be either one. You can't be only one of them. You got to be, you got to have a balance between the two. You know, you can't be all stressed and all relaxation. It's got to be, it's got to be both. It's just the way we're wired. So what this thing does is it measures something called HRV, which stands for heart rate variability. Don't fall asleep on that one either. Basically what that means is it's the space between your heartbeats. And believe it or not, they're not supposed to be the same. You want to have a variability between the heartbeats. That variability measures how well in balance both of those systems are. So, you know... I could be doing really, really good with, you know, diet and exercise and meditation, but have a really shitty score because I'm stressed about something or the other way around. So I like the ability uh, to do, to check the balance between uh, both of those things. So I would, I would check that out. Um, and the last piece that I want to talk to you about this morning is getting into my heart a little bit more. Um, 
know about you, but it's easy for me to get in my head and to try and solve problems from my head and to have communication with people, you know, from my head and not consider the heart aspect at all. And I don't think it served me in my life. I think it's been a detriment. I think it's probably kept me safe, but I don't think it's served me. And, you know, there's some, there's some research out there with a, a company called HeartMap. HeartMath, I think, HeartMath, like maybe algebra, HeartMath Institute, something like that, where they measure that when people get into their heart, their brain waves start to sync up with it. But if they don't get in their heart, their brain waves and their heart waves, because, you know, the heart generates its own electricity. So it has a frequency just like the brain does. When those two frequencies are not in conflict, but not in sync, um, your life just doesn't go as good. So learning, and it's not easy because like I can sit here and have a conversation with you now about this, but then in five minutes, I'm stimulated by whatever environment I'm in and just default back to the crazy person. So what I'm doing now is I'm taking time in the morning to just breathe into my heart. It's like literally two minutes, like just a breath in, Hand, I put my hand over my heart, breath in, breath out, maybe two or three breaths. Um, and then I'll just um, give gratitude for something that is really meaningful to me in my life. And I'll think about my, my wife or my kids or um, something like that, or something I'm really grateful for. And that will get me into my heart. Um, and in pretty short order, you just feel better. And being able to make decisions from that place is it's a really powerful one i've got i've got a couple friends in business and i've got one who does it and one um i'm gonna make an overgeneralization and say doesn't but i don't i don't really mean doesn't because like he definitely lives in this heart uh sometimes but it's not his dominant place and they're both incredibly successful, like really crazy successful. But one has a piece, you know, like there's a piece to him. You just, I don't know, when you're around him, you're just like, oh, this guy's just, he's just peaceful. He's connected. Uh, and the other one is stressed. And um, I want to be that guy, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be that guy. I, I want to be the guy that is happy you know, and not always looking for the next thing to make me happy, but really living in my heart and, uh, and feeling it. And, you know, to do that, I've got to focus more on change. You know, I used to think that it was a focus of, um, of abundance. Like, you know, you, you got to focus more on abundance. I don't think that's the way it is. I think where the, because the, here's the problem. If you don't change the patterns, right? The old patterns that you have, then you just keep reproducing the same shit in your life over and over again, except you're just putting abundance on top of it. Like I want to be abundant. I want to be abundant. I want to feel abundant, right? But you have to step into a new person. And part of stepping into a new person 
for me is stepping into my heart because that's not the person that I've been um, for this long. So uh, that's it for this week's Walk and Talk. Please help me come up with a name. I don't love Walk and Talk yet. Hopefully somebody's going to give me an idea. All right, that's it, everybody. Talk to you soon.